queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. November equals Survivor Series time. And so, yes, the pay-per-views in a few weeks and everything. So we thought we'd spice this up, spice it up, have some fun, and do a little fantasy booking for not just like the traditional matches, but we also have some creative stuff too. Um, and of course, like lately they've been doing like the whole champions versus champions. So we got it all covered. All right. So let's start with the first things first. The traditional Survivor Series, five on five. Let's go with the men first. So, Jolie. Yes. What you got? So, for the Rawls men team, I went traditional. I start off with Karrion Cross, Kevin Owens, Keith Bearcat Lee, Edge, and unfortunately, the king of douchery, Seth Rollins. And for the SmackDown side, I have Drew, Cesaro, Sheamus, Jinder Mahal, and Swerve. Ooh, talk about talk about your swerves. <laughs> All righty, now you gotta you gotta have a new guy in there too, and everything. So I like that. All right, Kayla. For the raw side, um, this was kind of hard. Um, I will say this: I do have Sheldon Benjamin as my dark horse. You know, kind of because I've always loved him in the ring you know, another opportunity for him. But my raw side is Finn, Karrion Cross, AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, and Jajakovic versus Drew, Ricochet, Jeff Hardy, Mace, and Mustafa Ali. <laughs> that SmackDown team's going to kill each other. They can get along for maybe... 25 minutes one of them is gonna one of them's gonna pull a seth rollins from last year where he got down on his knees and got begged to get kicked in the head oh crap i forgot about mason ali oh crap oh oh. (laughs) retribution 2.0 is gonna reunite right but it's like sometimes with the survivor series teams you have to have a good mix of like heels and faces and everything Mm. i mean it just makes for more drama and makes for more like more exciting dynamic and everything All right, so on mine, for Raw, I got Bearcat, Lee, Finn, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, AJ Styles. And then for SmackDown, I have Xavier Woods, excuse me, King Woods, uh, Sir Kingston, uh, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus. And you got to throw a wild card in there, so y'all might think I'm nuts, but Sami Zayn. He could be a good (laughs) distraction, too. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. All right, so let's see. 
Women's traditional five on five. All right, Kayla, what you got? Raw women's traditional would be Queen Zelina Vega, Liv Morgan, Tamina, Tegan Knox, and somebody that needs to hurry up and get their ass back, Mia Yim, versus Tony Storm, Sasha Banks, Zia Lee, Natalia, and Shayna Baszler. You're muted, cat. <laughs> Sorry. When I was doing out my list, I completely forgot about Zelina. How could you? How? She was the first one on my list that I put on there. Brain fart, okay? Leave me alone. <laughs> She's old. Let it go. Oh, yeah, sh- we'll let her go. I ain't that much older than you, uh, Jolie. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. For my Wendy before she does. <laughs> if I could, I would reach through this computer and strangle you. But love they you. haven't made they they haven't made computers like that yet. Love you. <laughs> yeah, I love you too, young youngin. Anyways, for my women's. Okay. So for Raw, I have Bianca, Dewdrop, Liv Morgan. Mia Yim and Tia Knox. And then for uh for SmackDown, I have Natalia. I'm explaining this. Charlotte, if she if if she loses the title before then. Shayna, Shotzi, and Naomi. See, with my if I had to fantasy book this, Sasha would get the Sasha would get the title before Survivor Series. So Sasha would do a champion on champion match and then Charlotte would do the five on five. Oh, hell no. We, we got to keep it Becky, Be- Becky, Charlotte. Why? We need that bad blood to get beat the fuck out of each other. Ken's come making a comeback and I don't know who's going to get the shit beat out of him, but Ken is making a comeback. That much I can damn well tell you. <laughs> All right. Who's your women's match? All right. So for Raw, I have Bianca, Liv Morgan, Tegan Knox, Rhea Ripley, and Queens, Lena Vega. For SmackDown, I have Naomi, Shayna, Shotzi, Tony, and Sasha. Okay. Alrighty. All right. So, like, like I said, these last few years and everything, they've been doing the champion on championship matches and everything. From the way y'all foresee it, if y'all were to have a fantasy book, would y'all change any of the champions beforehand? Yes. All right. Who? All right. So, which one would you change? I would have the Street Profits take the tag titles off of RK Bro to face the Usos. I did, I did think about that too, but I was just like going, Street Profits and Usos, they battled enough on SmackDown. So it's like, we, I, I kind of need a break from that. Even, yeah, if, but, even, if, it, even if it's a one-off. Yeah, but I just, I would pref- I prefer their energy over the energy of uh, RK Bro versus the Usos. I, I think the, the speed... And the action would be a lot more hyped with the Profits versus the Usos, to be perfectly honest. Whereas Randy and even Riddle are more slow-paced, depending on how Riddle is and what type of cushy he smokes before the match. Um, <laughs> you know, it, that all depends. But mainly it's just because I just want uh, just a faster-paced, fun-paced match. I don't want methodical slow. That's good for a, a normal tag title defense. I want fast matches. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Was that the only one? 
I was tossed up between Damian Priest, but I wouldn't mind seeing him versus Nakamura. And Roman and Biggie is just classic. But I did have a grudge match. Because sometimes you do get grudge matches on the shows of Survivor Series. Fuck it, give me Bobby and Brock. <laughs> We've been waiting for that one forever. What better place? Right? Hello. Jeez Louise. All right, Kayla, would you change up any titles? Um, I would I would change up the raw tag team titles. Oh, we were thinking about this earlier when we were talking about them. Um, I would actually have, if I could book it as a fantasy or actually real, I would have MSK debut on Raw, be RK Bro, and go to Survivor Series and go against the Usos. Mm, okay. Um, okay. And then I actually had down what she said about wouldn't really change it on Priest and Nakamura. I think that would be a hell of a match. And then I actually have Bob and I put uh, Big Ball Bitch and Brock down. So. <laughs> give us that match okay so i got a good all right so i got a good one for y'all i told well i i told y'all if it were up to me i'd have i'd give sasha the smackdown women's title but the intercontinental title if i had my choice i would either put it on cesaro or mustafa ali to have them going up against damian priest 50 50 yeah that's actually not bad yeah and you know what? I actually thought of an additional champion versus champion match because you can't have the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions not, I mean, you could put them on the women's team for the five-on-five five and everything, but they're champions on their own. So they should have a champion versus champion match. So have the women's tag team champions, WWE Women's Tag Team Champions against the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. But then I would take Rhea out of my list for Raw. Uh, I put Tamina in instead, then, if that's what happens. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, wait. Oh, crap. I forgot, I forgot something on that list. All right. So, I said earlier, let's kind of spice this up and everything. So we always have in the back of our minds, if you have this current superstar going against a Hall of Famer or somebody from the past and everything. So the jester, the wonderful jester, methodical that she is and everything, came up with this idea of let's do a traditional Survivor Series match with current superstars versus past superstars. And of course, I know there's some that can can go either way and everything. All right. So, Jolie, since this is your idea, men's, you go first. All right. So, I'm calling this the Attitude Era versus the new era. So, for my Attitude Era wrestlers, I would have Eddie Guerrero, Triple H, HBK, Undertaker, and The Rock versus Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, Keith Lee, Karrion Cross, and Kevin Owens. Just because nice. I, I've always wanted that carrying cross versus the Undertaker match. <laughs> nice. And because of that, I'm actually making a change on mine. <laughs> Not because it's like I forgot about somebody. Hmm. And that wouldn't work either. All right. Anyways, Kayla, what's yours? 
I kind of went towards the legend side as well. Um, obviously, this is fantasy booking because one of mine is no longer with us. But um, I have Finn Balor, Karrion Cross, AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, and Dajakovic going up against Stone Cold, Triple H, Batista, Rowdy Roddy Piper, and The Rock. Ooh. Okay. When I was like thinking of like mine and everything, it's like, yeah, I went like towards some of my favorites and then just some who like who work well together and everything. All right. So for my men's, I have Batista, Christian, Edge, Cena, HBK versus Roman, Keith Lee, Seth, Finn, and Randy Orton. That's a decent match. Now I yeah. want to get five. Now I want hopefully when a two K twenty two comes out <laughs> after they fix the roster. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. So for my women's match, I kind of cheated a little. I, I kind of like played it safe a little bit. So, but for the women's, I have Lita, Trish, Melina, Beth Phoenix, and AJ Lee versus all four of the horsewomen and Asuka. Kind of cheated a little bit. <laughs> All right, Kayla, what you got? Um, for the current going up against, uh, it would be the prediction for the Raw, which would be Zelina, Liv, Tamina, Tegan, and Mia versus Lita, Trish Stratus, Beth Phoenix, Alundra Blaze, and AJ Lee. That's a good one. Jolie? So, I went with Lita. Beth Phoenix, Paige, AJ Lee, and Trish versus Becky, Bailey, Sasha, Charlotte, and Natty. Man, that'd be good. Oh my God, that would be good. Man, it's like, yeah, people are probably taking notes. Like y'all said, like you said, Jolie, with 2K22 coming out and everything, people are probably taking notes of like going, doing some fitness. This is something that happens all the time. I, I follow people that do this automatically. That's why I just popped like on certain on Twitter. <laughs> okay. All right. So so shall we go for the major curveball of the evening? Yeah, and again, this was Jolie's idea. <clears throat> and if you've listened to the show before, you know she must have been smoking something when she came up with this idea. No, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, right. if I was smoking something, I would have made it the all elite versus, but I didn't. So, <laughs> all right. So, everyone, I've, heard, I've actually seen this on Twitter a couple times and everything. Like, what if WWE and AEW went up against each other? Well, we're fantasy booking. Why not? Traditional Survivor Series match, AEW versus WWE. Jolie, what you got? So for the WWE side, I'll do first. I have Kyle O'Reilly just because, dude, spunky as fucking hell. Got to go with Edge because he makes Jericho look like a job of the hut. I will go with Drew McIntyre, Karrion Cross, and the piece de resistance, Roman Reigns. <laughs> for AEW side. 
Okay. I'm going to go with Jungle Boy because I think that he deserves the rep of the uh, the company. Okay. Adam Cole, because of the whole Kyle O'Reilly thing, those guys put on bangers of matches. Uh, I have to go with Andrade just because of his charis- uh, his charisma. And, you know, I'd like to see him go against Karrion Cross. And I have to go with Malachi Black because it's Malachi Black. Mm-hmm. And the douche de resistance for AEW is Kenny, big bitch, noodle hair, Omega. <laughs> because I want Roman versus Omega. And you know what? I, I'm really sick and tired of people saying that Roman is not as good as Omega when the fact that Roman has carried WWE on his back for the past year and a half, mm-hmm. especially SmackDown. Right. And you've got Omega doing skits backstage like a little bitch. Couldn't even they couldn't even write that he would drop the one title to Andrade because he lost the TNA Impact Championship. So yeah, no, Mega's a bitch. Mm -hmm. All right, Kayla. Um, I thought about the WWE. Just you know, trying to put some um dream opponents here because I know my AEW side kind of shows that on some of the stuff I've seen my um I had to throw them in there um like I said it's the booking um I do for the WWE side we got Wesley and Nash Carter Ricochet Damian Priest and Keith Barrett Lee on WWE side okay versus Cody Rhodes CM Punk I originally had Jericho down, but Jolie made me think of Jungle Boy, which, you know, him and MSK could really, and Ricochet, too, could really light up the ring with some of their high-flying moves. That's true. Um, Eddie Kingston, and then history again on this one, Mr. John Moxley. Mm. So. Okay. So, for AEW, I went Adam Cole, Omega, Malachi Black, Hangman, Hangman Adam Page. And because we need a little bastard in there, Pac. <laughs> He's fucking crazy. And my husband loves him. All right. So for WWE, I have Roman Ciampa, Cross, Seth Rollins. And so we can get a little elite club action and everything. Finn. Man. Oh, wow. That's like, man. Could you, could you imagine if any of this shit actually ever got booked? Lord help us. <laughs> <laughs> we, ought, we ought to get paid for it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, definitely, of course. Okay. I know we didn't like put this as a topic or whatever, but. If you could go back to one, what what Survivor Series stuck out to you has stuck out to you the most over the years, as far as like five on five matches? <laughs> I have to go with the NXT versus SmackDown versus Raw five on five match. Those both both men's and women's absolutely killed it. It you know made Survivor Series ten times more interesting. And the fact that NXT won 
I think, you know, that was one of the best NXTs that we've seen, like best Survivor Series I have seen in a while. That's yeah. my pick. All right. Kayla, you need to think? No. Um, I will agree with Julie. I think that one when NXT was involved, um, NXT showed them they're not just a brand, you know, that they belong where they are. Um, that was one. And I guess it kind of sticks in my head, too. Um, was it last year? Yeah, last year that Seth dropped to his knees and basically just, you know, said, take me. You know, it was just like, <laughs> but um, those are probably the two that always stick out to me. Um, but definitely when NXT was involved, I hate that they're not involved this year. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, you know, we could see that again because they even did the um, – and I kind of miss when they do the strike down, like Raw would strike, SmackDown would strike, NXT. And it seemed like NXT was more ahead of all of them. Right. And, you know, so um, definitely that one will stick out as always um, for me. Because like Julia said, the fact that they came in, showed what they got, they won. And, you know, even with that, the respect that everyone had for them, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it was just amazing. So, um I think honestly that would have been is one of the best, um, and probably will be one of the best until we actually get another one, which which needs does need to happen. Um, and Seth, if you do end up getting on the team this year, please do not surrender yourself in the ring like you did last year. Okay, yeah, little bitch. <laughs> I, I I when that happened, I looked at mom and I said, "You know what he's doing, right?" And she says, "What?" Because we knew he was getting ready to take time off. I said, he's going to surrender himself, and he's going to be eliminated first. Nah, next thing you know, he dropped to his knees. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is how he's going out. And then after <laughs> that, we're like, well, he's on the airplane. He's on the way. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to go out. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> well, well, if, if we're going to talk invasions, the best invasion was SmackDown with Becky Lynch getting her nose head rocked by Nia. That was that, pretty cool. That was like probably one of the best invasions that I mean the the SmackDown and Raw invasions for the past like years before like all the pandemic bullshit were some of the best. They, they were so fun. You know, especially with, you know, the punch hurt around the world and Becky just standing there looking like Stone Cold Steve Austin, right. blood gushing down her face and she's sitting at the top and this is like, you know, I own this is your this is mine now and all that thing. That was probably one of the most iconic things that, you know, we ever saw. So, invasion-wise, I do hope they do some invasion, invading. Um, yeah. I mean, I was, th- I was there for when NXT invaded um, SmackDown. Oh, that was a good one. Um, so I got to see Tegan Knox and Dakota and all them run past me. That was fun. Um, that was a couple years ago. Yeah fucking covid uh but yeah no that was that was just those are some of like the coolest things like, i love when they invade i love when they you know they always try to make raw the top dog and we know raw's not the top dog but we know raw's gonna win every way even though that one year that smackdown won the pre-show match and there so that still counts no it doesn't count fuck you it does count yeah exactly even xavier was like saying and one and one and one <laughs> wasn't a sweep it wasn't a sweep. 
Okay, so I, I do have another question for you, ladies. If the, we do t- do the SmackDown, t- 2017 was my favorite, by the way. But okay. oh, sorry. <laughs> oh no, sorry, sorry. But no, no, no. I was just thinking about it. Normally, you have a general manager in charge. Wh- who's the captains? Who would we pick to captain Team SmackDown and Team Raw? I mean, I already know for the men's side on SmackDown, it's Xavier Woods and Becky Lynch. I mean, not Becky, uh, Sasha. And on the Raw side, it'd be Big E and, and Becky as the captains. Because normally it's like, you know, you got a general manager that does the, the show. Like we've had Paige and Shane and, and all those good people. Yeah. So it's like this thing, you know, this is like one of the, like the second time that we don't have a GM that's running the shows. It's just Sonya. And well, we really can't trust Sonya. Yeah, because she's she yeah she's a little off a rocker these days. Well, again, th- this storyline has honestly been very very intriguing, and I'm oh, yeah. really looking forward to seeing where it goes. Um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely can't wait. You know, for them to finally accept Naomi into the bloodline, like stop dragging your feet on it. Yeah, this is taking way too long. It's like it's like when enough is enough. Like when are we going to be done with this? Finally. <laughs> oh man, oh, those are actually good captains. Um, okay, so if I have to base it like off my actual teams and everything, oh god, AJ from the men on Raw, Xavier Woods for SmackDown because he is king. And then for the women, Bianca, and based on my list, based on my list for the five-on-five, it would be Charlotte. Captains of the teams, of course. And then, of course, with the champions leading the way, too, and everything. What do you think, Kelly? Um, for the raw women's side, I would have Liv Morgan in charge. If she can seriously slap some bitches around and get them straight. <laughs> uh, um, SmackDown women's side would go to um uh, would go to Natalia, um, with her being um the veteran. I think you know she, they would all of them, maybe except for maybe Shayna. I don't see Shayna listening to her too right. well. But nah. um, nah, Shayna would do it. But no, I would, <laughs> put, I would put Natty in charge just because so she could, you know, the other ones can learn from them, um, her tricks and stuff. Um, for the SmackDown side, I guess I would put Mr. McIntyre in charge. On uh, either McIntyre or Mace, one of the bigger guys in charge. So if he needs to Mace, if one of them needs to crack some skulls, <laughs> then one of the bigger guys so they can take them out. Um. And then for the raw side, um, would be Finn, of course. Yeah. So I don't know. I was thinking as far as big guys on SmackDown. I mean, do you real do you really see Ali and Ricochet going up there and trying to, you know, like you're gonna listen to me? Uh, against Drew Good. and Mace, that's not gonna happen. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Jeff Jeff might be able to get away with it, but Ali, no. He nah. runs that, he runs that mouth a little too much. He might get a 
knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <sighs> oh wow. Now Survivor Survivor series is always interesting. What I mean part of the reason why I say 2017, it was like uh it was the year that Kurt Angle was general manager, but he was also on the team. Triple H was on the team too and everything. But also part of the reason was like, I was actually there in person and to see like all these entrances, like back to back to back to back. I'm like going, oh my God, you can't, it's like, it's like something you, it's like, it's one thing to see it on TV when you see like some of these like top superstars go back to back on the entrances and everything, but seeing it in person, it was actually kind of cool. Then again, you kind of think about when you see them in real life, you really don't realize how long they are. That's like, I think I told you all before, um, when WrestleMania had came to Atlanta a while back, my friend Brandon from work had gone and The Undertaker was coming out. And he's just like, he says, all right, well, I'm going to go to the bathroom, get me some food, go get a beer and check out the merch thing. So he did all this. He thought he was doing good. He did all that. He came back and Undertaker had just walked up the steps of the oh, ring. He still god. had not made it to the ring yet. And Brandon's like, you've got to be kidding me. Oh my god. He says that. He says that was the longest. His friend goes, where have you been? He says, trying to kill time. Well, says, well, it didn't work for you now, did it? And shit, with the way Roman's doing his entrances these days and everything, it's pretty much like equal in that, if not longer. It's like he walks down the ramp holds up the title walks down the ramp holds up the title walks down the, like dude we, we we know you're the champion We're, you're the head of the table we see you we acknowledge you we get it whatever <laughs> fuck that i don't acknowledge that bitch you respect him you don't have to acknowledge him i don't respect him either here's the acknowledgement this will always be the acknowledgement and the acknowledgement <laughs> is the universal sign to go fuck yourself exactly <laughs> but just general disclaimer we just hate the characters not the actual people because i mean you know i mean i personally he is on one of my list to meet because obviously i'm you know want to meet all three members of the shield because you know i've liked the shield and i've heard you know He's really down to earth to meet. So, you know, it's the fact, but his character, you know, like they always say, Miz has said it and other people, if you don't like their character or you hate their character, they're not doing their job. So guess what? Roman's doing his job. And (laughs) what in the world? (laughs) Our jester just jumped back like she's. (laughs) Uh, Watching uh, recaps of sports. That's all. I was just shot to the wind. That's all. Ah, Okay. All right. Oh, Kayla, any final thoughts? Um, other than it's gonna be quite interesting to see how close our fantasy bookings come to the actual well, obviously the legends are not gonna show up. That would be kind of we need know, a Ouija crazy. board. <laughs> yeah, for no, one right? of them, yeah. Yeah, for one of them, we need a Ouija board. Um <laughs> And I think I'd probably stop watching WWE because I'd be like, oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> sorry, Roddy, but I do miss you in the ring. It would be kind of weird, though, just to see you randomly pop back up. Um, right. 
but you know, I think it would be kind of curious just to see our current, like, is the team really going to be what I said, or is it going to be who you said, Kat or Jolie? You know, I just, I think it's curious just to see how close we actually come to, you know, our predictions. Um, truthfully, off of my side, probably out of that team, I can honestly probably see it. At least AJ Cross and Finn maybe being on there, you know, something like that. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. See Very how close we get to it. Right. Jolie? Normalize talking about mental illness. That's it. That's all. Oh. And and just a general disclaimer, this episode was recorded on Halloween. Uh, unfortunately, uh, myself and Kayla will not be able to record this up the upcoming week. So that's why we kind of did this fantasy book. And just so you know why the episode is actually so damn short. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, I actually have a late football game. We are playing against the San Diego Chargers. The game doesn't start till 4.05. I will not get home till almost 9, 10 o'clock at night without eating dinner. So I'm going to be absolutely 100% exhausted, even if we're going to get our asses kicked. Um, and Kayla has a baby shower that she does not need to be uh, having split focus on. And Kat gets the day off. Yep, I'll probably be... Um messing around with the actually I, I will be messing around with the chili recipes for Saturday November 13th at a uh, Russell Rave's chili con carnage because I told Nick I'm coming after that belt uh, so well we'll see how the predictions work out because next episode will be our Survivor Series predictions and hopefully they got the teams re- picked by then we'll see <sighs> All right. Well, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.